guys. This is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to Marriage and Real Estate. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week? We are going to be discussing duplexes. Yay. The and duplex debate. The duplex debate. Everybody wants a duplex. Everybody definitely wants a duplex. What are you going to do with it? How is it going to make you money? I'm not going to build them. Do you so need Do you do. need it? Um. So duplexes are super sexy these days, especially in our market. Mm -hmm. Lots of my clients for sure are interested in them. And for those builders that are building duplexes, they are not having a hard time selling them. Nope, not at all. At all. And so from a builder's perspective, one who particularly is not going to build another duplex. I'm not going to not build another one. I'm okay. just not going to build any more anytime soon or spec. I'll build them for clients. If you come to me to build our duplex plan on your lot, we can do that. But I'm not going to go invest my money to buy land and build a duplex. <gasps> That's what I should do for my client. I should tell her we could build her one. Like she buy the land and go through our construction loan process. Yeah, Actually, that would work out really well. Yeah, we should do that. Really well. Okay. And then she has the time. And she has the time. That makes sense. And you can send her through the sales process. Yeah, that works. Okay, end of episode. Yeah, we just solved that problem. <laughs> I, just solved a, I just solved my duplex problem. No, but truly, what are some of the challenges that um, that you face as a builder? And I guess I can talk about the challenges that I face in as a real estate agent. So as a builder, you know, the biggest thing is a duplex is still two homes, just like building two houses separately. So the problem is you don't get as much bang for your buck on the sales side as you would if you just built two houses because it takes just as much energy and effort. Um, so one of the things that we're seeing in our market is land price costs so much that the space that a duplex needs and all the extra things they send you through the build them might as well just build two houses and make double the money than like one one point five the money that you would make. Yeah. So, so with the, with the duplex that we built, right. The mm -hmm. rationale that he gave me was like, I still need two sink, double of everything. Yep. Right. So I two might ACs, as well two sell sinks, two, two houses at, you know, 300,000 instead of one duplex at 330,000. Yep. It just right? doesn't make sense because um, I'm doing the same thing. So even though Kevin's do the blueplex that uh, Park Street built was very popular and everybody wanted to know when's the next one we want this one we want this one I was very hard pressed Ain't to get no him next to do one it come again. And be. However, there are some builders who and we're talking about new construction duplexes there mm -hmm. are some builders who that's their niche that's what they do. Oh, a 1000%. Yeah. And I think they have a great business. You know, it's a it's a great niche to get into because you have that kind of pent up demand. Right. You have people looking. I mean, we know builders with waiting lists, 10, 15 people long for duplexes. Um, I think our particular obstacles come from the fact that we have single family home products to sell. Um, and we built a brand of, of more single family housing than duplexes. So the duplex builders that do build them, it's kind of rinse and repeat. Right. It's like I'm going to build the same plan over and over again because I know I have an investor buyer ready that wants to you know, live in one side and rent out the other or rent out both sides. For us, um, because we have Park Street as, as more of a kind of retail facing brand, um, it's more profitable for us to just build our regular houses that sell just fine. 
Yeah. And duplexes really are a good entry level into your real estate investing journey. It's like it's a it's a great investment. So clearly everybody wants it. It's super sexy these days mm -hmm. because it's all everybody is talking about on block, social media. How to block, build a duplex. Um, and so it really is a great investment to secure. Um, a couple of my clients have Airbnbs on both sides of their duplexes. Mm -hmm. I have some that have a long-term tenant in one and then the Airbnb in the other, and they're all doing very, very well. Yep. Um, and so maybe, just maybe, I can convince Kevin to build, you know, five more. No. I'd have to buy some really cheap land. I mean. And then I'd have to find really cheap land in a market area that I can't just build a regular house. Because that's another benefit, right? You could build a duplex in places that otherwise wouldn't be gentrifying at the same time, right? So you think about like City Gas mm -hmm. and the duplex that um, you had a client interested in. City Gas, there aren't that many, you know, homes, regular homes being built. There's no schools, there's no grocery, but there are investors who are looking for, um, you know, rental properties to live and, you know, rent out one side. So it really just depends on your market area and who you serve and what your avatar of your buyer is to see if a duplex makes sense. So, you know, if we bought a large swath of land where otherwise we couldn't build nothing else, I'd build a bunch of duplexes because couldn't build nothing else. Well, maybe I should have the team looking to finding some land for that because the demand is there, right? Sure. Um, so some of the challenge that I'm running into with my clients by way of duplexes is financing, right? So you definitely want to make sure you have the most optimal financing. Cash is always key, yep. but conventional and then FHA, because what's happening with these duplex um, buyers is that we're, they're getting multiple offers yep. and the offers that they're getting are either cash because people have, you know, investors have a lot of cash to sink into them or conventional because there's less obstacles for the seller to have to overcome. Yep. So that's one thing that you want to be aware of is that you want to make sure that you have your financing right. So if you have an FHA loan, not that you could not get a duplex. I've gotten clients duplexes with FHA loans. It's just you're not as competitive if somebody that has cash and or a conventional loan. So that's one. The other thing is, like Kevin said, they're building duplexes in areas that there isn't much around them, mm -hmm. right? And so be ready to waive the appraisal because you are not going to get, the bank is not going to look at this duplex and do its comparables. So it's going to do its comparables in the area and say, well, this is about this amount. Well, the seller is going to list it much higher than that because they understand that there's a demand. The bank doesn't care about the demand. They care most about are there comparables that Protecting support this price capital, yeah. to protect their capital. And so that's kind of the conversations that I'm having with my clients now is, okay, we need to go in strong. That's one. Yep. And we need to have the cash prepared to say that we are going to waive the appraisal. So we're going to make a strong offer. And we're also going to say, if it doesn't appraise, we're going to make up the difference. That's a big commitment to make. Oh, yeah. I mean, you talk about the tune of twenty to forty, fifty thousand dollars yep. folks are coming out of the table, you know, with cash for a duplex in God knows where, you know, BF Egypt. So, you know, <laughs> it's like uh BF bumfuck. <laughs> I was trying not to curse on the fuck. You just put that together like I, it just I was like, wait, that's what that is. Okay, yes. But no, so you know, at the end of the day, you do have to be comfortable shoving out this cash, knowing that it's a hundred percent on you to lease it up. Mm -hmm. Right. So you might be in, you know, BF Egypt, 
finding a tenant there or Airbnb it, that's on you, right? Yeah. Um, having a duplex is great, but you also need to rent a duplex, operate a duplex, cash flow a duplex. And a lot of times um, the demand is higher than even the rent rates are mm-hmm. or, um, you know, what you can get in the back end as far as cash flow. So look at your numbers, look at the area, work with an experienced realtor who can tell you, hey, this makes sense or this doesn't. Because you can buy, you know, $600,000 duplex in the middle of this ocean, but can you rent it? Yeah. And I mean, do do all of your due diligence. And if you're interested in real estate in any or entrepreneurship in general, like do your due diligence. Know what your numbers are for sure. Yep. And I mean, also, it's not as easy as it sounds because I can't imagine another person walking up to me talking about they want a duplex. And I'm like, OK, that's great. Now let's get down to the numbers. Let's get down to really cash flow. And can you give some examples of how you run numbers on duplexes? Kevin does it for all my clients. It may look like it's me, but Kevin, Kevin runs the numbers and I come back and give them to you. <laughs> so you want to look at what your cash on cash return is. That's the amount of money that you're putting down right? Versus the amount of money you're getting back as far as your rent rate. So when I look at a duplex deal, I'm saying, okay, well, if I'm going to put $60,000 cash, right? What's the the cash flow that I'm getting in over my mortgage amount? So if my mortgage is $1,500, am I renting this duplex out for $2,100? Am I renting this duplex out for $2,500? Or if I'm renting it out for, you know, $1,300 per side, and I'm living on one side, now I'm I'm still paying $200 a month in mortgage, the numbers don't jive as much. So a duplex is just an investment. Um, and while living on one side gives you the benefit of not paying rent, it also can reduce your cash flow. So you, you wanna look at those scenarios back and forth, right? What you're paying if you're gonna live there or, or what you'll make if you're gonna live there, what you'll make if you're renting out both sides, how much money it's costing you up front, what your your rent rates potentially could be, which, you know, your realtor will pull comps for and see, hey, duplexes in this area or units this size are renting for this much. And you got to make sure you're comfortable with the numbers to to know that it's a good deal. You know, the the saying in real estate is you buy real estate and you wait. A lot of times in some of these gentrifying areas, that can be true. Some other areas are very, very hot. So if you're in East downtown, you might be getting, a, you know, dollar fifty a foot and rent rates in Houston, to give context, Houston's rent rate is historically about a dollar a foot, right? So if you're getting a dollar fifty foot, you're doing real, real good. Right. Uh, that's really prime to the area. You might have some areas that are a little bit farther out that you might be getting ninety cents a foot. You might be getting eighty cents a foot. So it's got to be a real cheap duplex to make it make sense for you. So you know, it's super hot and it's super sexy. But numbers are numbers. And you always say lead by the numbers. I think that you've drummed that in my head over the years because when the numbers stop working. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> when the numbers stop working, you need to stop. You need to stop working. You when the numbers stop, stop working. working, you need to Even stop. Even when it comes to a duplex, right? When the numbers stop working, you need to stop. 
um, and running those numbers on, on each scenario and aspect. And we do that for our clients too, right? Like we'll run the numbers. Okay. If you Airbnb it, then you can probably average about mm. this much as opposed to a long-term tenant. And how do we, how do we make it make sense? Yeah. But we do try to come up with different scenarios to make it make sense. Yeah. Right. Before we say, nah, this doesn't work. And we also protect the downside because one of the things that people do is give you glossy numbers. Right. So they'll say, oh yeah, Airbnb, you can make $3,000 a month <laughs> and your traditional rent rate might not make you no money a month. It might cost you money every month. So you need to look at it both ways and be comfortable because what if you don't get guests for that first year? What if you don't, what if you COVID know, hits and you stuck with this mortgage. So I you got to be comfortable being able to pay that or cover those bills until you get up. Yeah. Also, everybody's situation is different, right? So I can have one duplex, two different clients, and it works for one and it doesn't work for the other yep. person, right? So the one thing that I really want to drive home is that like duplex is not the solution to all of your investing problem troubles, right? Like, oh, I want to get into investing, so I need a duplex. Like, no, there's a lot more evaluation that goes into that. And what works for you may be totally different from your homeboy or your homegirl when it comes yeah. to purchasing a duplex. So it's that's, funny not to cut you off, yeah, but I, I was going to mention uh, your last client that one of the duplex came and, and was one of the potential buyers on our duplex. And we ended up putting them in a single family home. Mm -hmm. Well, their situation was different. They had a paid off house mm -hmm. that they could then get all this cash flow from refinance and end up with three houses versus just two units on a duplex for the same amount of money. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you got to look at your individual situation to say uh, duplex is really sexy, but is a duplex the best investment strategy for me in my situation? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you could, I mean, you could end up spending all your money on a duplex and just have those two units. And now you're missing out on all this other opportunity to buy all kind of other real estate, whether it be, you know, four units or, you know, a piece of land, piece of land. I mean, investing in something that can give you a higher return. It just, it really depends on what your end goals are and what your particular situation is now. Cause just duplex duplex is a buzzword, but investing in real estate is investing in real estate, whether it's a duplex or a single family or whatever we've owned duplexes, we've owned triplexes. We had a five unit once, but it, it really is just real estate. You're just investing in real estate. It's how you get there that matters. So, yep. So with the last couple of minutes and yeah, I'll try to, I'll try to make this the last couple of minutes. So a uh, long-term tenant versus Airbnb in your duplex. So long-term tenants is always, it's, it's mailbox money, right? It's easier money. The cash flow numbers are much smaller, but you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to turn it over. You don't have to get cleaners. They're not going to tear up your stuff in the same rate. Sometimes uh, <laughs> it just depends. But I'd always say um, in the short term, in you know, depending on your area and, and what the status of your property is, whether it's existing or new construction, um, Airbnb could definitely work. It could really increase your cash flow, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. Right. Um, we advised a couple uh, close to us that just bought a duplex. And um, we are like, hey, look, you can make a bunch of money, but here's what it's going to cost you up front. Here's what it's going to take from the work side, and you can make the numbers work. And it took them a while, right? Like, it, it cost them a lot of money to the 
tune of twenty, thirty thousand dollars to get it all furnished up and get it ready to go, but now they're making money and they're rolling. Yep. So it took an extra six months, but now they're really seeing that return on investment. It's still a lot of work though. It so is. every time we see them now, they're like, oh man, I'm exhausted. And I was cleaning the unit or, you know, this guest had a raging party or whatever. And they live next door, right? Imagine if yeah. it was down the road. So everything has an opportunity cost. Airbnb gives you more money, but it also has an opportunity cost. Uh, long-term tenant is much easier to deal with because you can bet the tenant and whatever, but you don't make as so much money. Yeah, I, I call it little, re little risk, little reward, high risk, high reward. And that's exactly what you'll find in your Airbnb for your investment properties. It's a lot more work. Um, it's a lot more taxing, but you have the potential to make more money than if you just put somebody next door yep. you know in that other unit and it requires less service and less maintenance as well and so i would definitely weigh what you want your life to look like yep. as well right so will you be able to go out of town for an extended period of time if you're the person who's turning over your airbnb yep. unit or if you're the person who's responsible for responding to people in a timely manner when they need stuff so if you're managing your own airbnb what does that look like or you're the term person. I mean, literally, mm -hmm. it takes time to clean. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I know I didn't sign up to change sheets on bed and mop floors and uh, clean dirty-ass tubs. I remember so. a couple of times you had to turn our units. But you were the worst. Not interested. Like, hold on, we do this every two days? <laughs> you were like, this is some bullshit. I oh, my God, the trash. Like, who's going to the... take out the trash? There's so much trash when people check out at Airbnbs. It's just, and and you have to dump it. So are you, am I expected to put that in my car? Are you going to put it in your car? You know, the beer bottles, the cans, the... Okay, so that's a lot of work. However, you get a nice check at, from Airbnb. Every time it turns, you get your little deposit in your bank account and you look at your numbers and it's amazing. So you're but definitely is it worth a it? systems person. Uh, that is true. You, you don't want to... You're not going to get down and dirty and do that. She's now, not. as a person who, do it. who cleaned a bunch of units, did a bunch of stuff, I, I mean, it's another job, right? It just it just adds to it. But are there easier ways to go about it? Sure. I think that, you know, it's a great way to learn. It, it's a great way to learn about how not only real estate flows, but also how the hospitality industry flows. I managed a hotel for several years, so I kind of got a, a, a good taste of that. And a lot of people who manage Airbnbs realize it's a hotel, right? It's people going to treat your house like a hotel. They're going to do what they do in hotels in your house. Uh, and you have the same burden of cleanliness, same responsibility, make sure everything works, everything's functional. If the doorknob fall off, you got to fix it. If the, you know, if the, plumbing handle falls off you got to fix it and you got to fix it before that next guest gets there so it gives you a great appreciation for everything that goes into maintaining a property and for those who are just starting out it's a great kind of trial by fire yeah i would say know thyself and if none of that sound like anything you'd be interested in doing <laughs> if you sound clear. like aisha <laughs> steer clear of airbnb and get your long-term tenant that you never have to talk to and just get your checks deposited into your account because you like that too <laughs> Because you don't even look, I got drive by properties, you, you don't even want to see them. If you want that money and you want it fast and you want a lot of it, then definitely Airbnb the other side of that duplex for sure. Well, I'm, if that's your wrap up, I didn't interrupt this time. You didn't. Look at that. Okay. I'm that, getting better. I am so proud of you.
you know, progress, progress. It's a journey. It's not it's not quite the wrap up, but thank you for giving me that opportunity. Well, when the wrap up happens, <laughs> I won't interrupt you. <laughs> He'll be quiet. So to end the duplex debate, duplexes are super hot and they're a buzzword, but you got to find the fit for you, right? Um, that just depends on your situation, whether it's your financing or your cash or whether you want to do long-term tenants or Airbnbs. All those options are on the table and you just got to pick the right thing for you. So work with your team, whether that's a realtor or builder, advisor, folks to help you make the right decision for you. And when you're ready, take the next steps. Don't don't leave it without taking action because this market ain't getting no cooler. And uh, you you need to definitely jump on it. Agreed. So this is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. This is Kevin. This is Aisha. And we out.